What's up guys? I'm Coach Woody. Today's episode I'm talking to Adam Mohammed, an after school youth attendee and his take on video gaming. First I would like to say, Adam, when I first told him about this uh, podcast, I sent him a script and I told him what I'm basically going to be asking him. This man took it upon himself and write everything that he, write his answers down. Of course he probably didn't, but probably didn't use most of them because we were playing video games. By the way, we were playing Smash Ultimate while we were conducting this interview. So you're going to be hearing a lot of actions from me. Basically me losing because he's really good at the game um i really hope you enjoy this little interview he's a very interesting guy before i start let me give a quick shout out to my sponsors Guys, are you tired of going to Chuck E. Cheese for your kid's birthday party every year? Are you desperately looking for something new other than outdated video games? You should really try Game Next Door. It's nothing but a virtual reality game truck down in Palm Beach County, Florida. They come to your party location serving over 80 of the most popular regular and VR games. The best part is your kid takes home special gift box that has over a lot of goodies that he or she wanted for free. For free? If you're looking to try something different, your best bet is Game Next Door. Go check them out at GameNextDoor.net and Tell him Coach Woody sent you. All right, um, Adam, tell me about yourself, please. Well, first off, I'll just start by saying thank you for having me. You know, <laughs> I'm so excited to beat you in this, first off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to make sure everyone knows that I'm part of a gaming community. I was born and raised in Green Acres area. You know, I've attended the University of Florida. I went there first semester and decided to come back because... Uh, I love what I do working with kids at the city of Green Acres, and uh, it's just something I want to further my future on. How long have you been working at the city of Green Acres? Man, that's such a hard question because uh, <laughs> I I grew up in that program, man. I was a I was you grew a kid. up there? Yeah, I was a wow. I was a kid there from uh, since first grade, then second grade, third, all the way up to middle school where I joined their cool zone program and then high school into into their high school volunteer program and now I work there. So officially I've been employed there for three years, but most of the people, the mayor, the entire city knows me because I, I do a lot of work there. Wow, really? I mean, I didn't even know that. You've been, you've been living in this uh, city for a long time then. Yes, sir. I've been here pretty much all my life. I've only been here for like 12 years and I've, I jumped back and forth like one... I live like maybe about like 10 miles away from you when I first moved here. But before then, I used to live right there by 57th Avenue. And then I and then I moved back for four years and I went to San Lucius. What school did you go I to? I went to San Lucius as well, man. <laughs> I was uh, 16, graduating 2016. You year graduated 2016? Yeah. What year did oh, you Oh, wow. 12. 22. Yeah, we yeah. weren't there at the same time. <laughs> Definitely. You're young. <laughs> I'm too old. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I didn't even know. You spent all four years in sandwiches? Yes, sir. All four years. Oh, wow. All four years. Yeah. So how did you get into gaming? So I got into video games. I remember my first video game. It was Christmas, however many years ago. Christmas? And what is Christmas? Tell me. Christmas, man. You know, where um, my family just got gifts for me and my brother, and we had our first uh, console. We got a PS2. And uh, we didn't get no games with it. Whatever came with it, came with it. How old were you? I believe I was in third grade, second grade, somewhere in there. And we got this one racing game. I can't even... (laughs) (laughs) What? We're Why did that make hurt me? (laughs) We are going to be playing a lot of games. Why did that make hurt me? (laughs) But, oh, man. (laughs) 
I remember. I just remember we had a game and <laughs> we played for hours. And it wasn't even no complicated game. It was just a very simple racing game, and we played that for hours. And from there, I was just I was just so fascinated and intrigued. Like that's just the groundwork. Because from there, I got a but PSP. What, what game was it? I can't even tell you the name of it. I, I remember, remember. I actually remember my first game. It was X Men. It was on the um, the Game Boy. We only had one Game Boy, and we just shared it until we broke it from Spit. <laughs> <laughs> we spent so much with it because you know like Sega games that's how you had to yeah. do it you know you had to blow it until you um, you had to figure out what to do that's until the, it worked yeah but, that's the old thing yeah. you had to do <laughs> I mean even the PS4 even the PS2s were the same yeah, because, because PS2 you had to like wipe it down mm-hmm. like constantly when you get Windex cleaner spray it down you only had to. <laughs> these, these kids don't know the struggle of having an 8 megabyte <laughs> memory card and that's all you had was 8 megabytes memory card I didn't even have any memory cards <laughs> so whatever games I remember clearly that game I was playing um, I don't remember what it was but it was a uh, this guy, like, you could make him, like, go into slow motion. It was, like, one shooter game. He was going to missions and everything. And we were so far. And and back, it was until back into, like, our hometown. And electricity would go off, one, you know, whenever it felt like it. And when I tell you, we would play before the electricity runs out. And then when we almost, like, we were literally, like, 5% from being done with the game. We had to start all over again because oh, they actually man. went out because we didn't have a card. <laughs> I, I bet you were good at that game. We were, time we, were, we were, because we breezed through it. Every time, every tries were like, it got better. It got really better. So I really, it, it, was, it was a really good game. Did you play with anybody when you were younger? When I was younger, we didn't have the, the mics and all the, the live and all of that. So it was just... Whoever was by my house, so I would try and invite friends over. At that time, I had my older brother, and we would just play each other. Yeah. So we would just get two controllers until eventually one of us got mad and broke one, and then we're stuck with one. But that was about it. it just whatever friends you could invite at yeah. that time. I've actually had um, situations. When I was, like, 12, I had my PS2, and me and my friends, all we did, we after playing basketball, we went home, and then we just, because we all lived so close to each other, and we just went to each other's house. We brought our PS4. We brought a PS2 together, and then we just played FIFA. FIFA was a big game. Like you know, well, I'm Haitian, so like you know, <laughs> soccer. You know, yeah, soccer is a big thing yeah. for everybody. But like, I remember how competitive it was. Like we were, we were competing with everything. We were like, hey, I'll give you a dollar. I'll give you my socks. We were, you know, oh. we wanted to, yeah. We were, we were, we wanted to. We wanted to beat each other at everything. It was just very competitive until one of my friend broke. One of my friend's little brother broke the PS4, and then after yeah. that, we lost touch of like the gaming because we got in touch with like we had to do schoolwork. And yeah, then, yeah. And 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 then no one was gonna pay us for another console. But yeah. other than that, it was it, we had a we had a really good time. Like you know, I actually I remember how I feel when I play video games. Like I know where. I know with the fact that it just, like I mentioned to you with like with the people, with the friends that I've had, like it just felt like a very euphoric like feeling because the fact of the matter is you, I'm able to connect with my friends 
and we talk about the same thing. Like we're, right now, we playing <laughs> video games. You just beat me. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to you, man. <laughs> you just beat me, and it feels good at the same time because I don't. It's it's game, you know. Yeah. I don't really, in a way, for me, it's a therapeutic way where we're able to connect with so many people through video games, and I like that. And I actually want to know how video game made you feel. You know how like how do you feel when you play video games? So. When I play video games, it really depends because I could go anywhere from happy to sad. It's it's just, you know, mm-hmm. it's on the game because right now <laughs> we're having a blast. But at the same time, if it was getting handed to me, I might start getting a little upset. But it's all fun in games. It's part of the game. You're right. And I, but you I know, just if we were playing Ninja Storm, you wouldn't beat me like that. You're right. You <laughs> That's all right. Just like you <laughs> If we play, I don't know, if you know the, you know the game Ninja Storm? Yeah, Star yeah, Wars Ninja yeah. Storm. I played Ninja Storm. <laughs> you, I'm not nice at it. But. I'm very much nice at it because that's one thing I'm, I'm good at. Those fighting games, yeah. I'm really good at it. But like, it's, you were you, like, you were able to make friends, everlasting yes, friends. Yes, everlasting friends. So I have some friends that I've met strictly through Xbox. Like, we would be on Xbox parties, oh, and my friends... Xbox? Yeah, my okay. friends would invite their friends, and then we meet each other in real life. And to this day, I met some people strictly through Xbox, and I know them in person because they live around me and stuff. So it's really great to know that, you know, I can just... It's not just meeting people online. I've met real-life friends that are with me, you know, and then every those, day. What those friends were, like, able to help you through real-life situations? Or yeah. you guys just meet each other, like, um, whenever you play? No, it's more than that, because, you know, if we're struggling with something, we're able to help each other. Like, <laughs> if we all just see the new game come out where you're like, hey, you know, so-and-so can't afford it right now, and we might just put in our money together and buy it for them, because, you know what? You That's d- our friend, and we want to all, you know... Yeah, we all want to be at the same thing. You want to enjoy the experience the Mm -hmm. same way. Wow. (laughs) Did I really just... (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I really like the fact that you hear that you guys were able to connect with video games. Has there ever been a time where you've lost friends because of video games? Yeah, maybe like right now because, you know, (laughs) you keep this up. I don't don't know if you're going to invite me back, but... <laughs> you know, uh, the next time I'll invite you back, you know you, it's not gonna be this game. <laughs> I picked this game because I thought this game was gonna be like easy win for me, but I didn't realize. <laughs> no, I, I didn't realize how bad I suck at this game. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, sometimes it, it's not really about losing friends. Maybe you might get upset for a day or two or something, but not, nothing serious to the point where you know, we're never going to be friends again. Maybe you might be mad because, hey, you know, so-and-so is messing around or he turned off my Xbox and I was playing, you know, that brother, that brotherly stuff, you know, <laughs> nothing, nothing over the top. I mean, you know, the reason why I started this podcast is because, because of situations like this. I've actually brought you here, uh, brought you here, and I'm very grateful that you came here because but the fact of the matter is, I know we're both gamers. I started a business because of video gaming. Gaming mm-hmm. has changed my life where I didn't expect it to. I didn't expect it to go to the way that it, it, I'm at right now. And I just started this game truck like a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I've met you through the youth center the that you work field, at. The after yeah. school Yeah. And then the only way we were actually connect because, because I asked... I went to the front office and I asked you guys if you are you guys interested in a game truck and then 
There we are. You yeah, know, who knew? Just there. Yeah, who knew that this was going to happen? Now we're just here and talking. I mean, this is just like testament of how, how because video of, games yeah, just bring how, people together. Exactly. How like the video games could bring everybody together. And me, it doesn't even have to be just play by yourself. It, it, you don't even have to play, uh, connect with anybody online. You literally meet somebody offline. Through yeah. my game truck. I mean, look at you. Like, you an after school counselor. That's what they call you. Yes. Right? Because that's what they call me after yeah. school, too. I just didn't know if that's what they yeah, call yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, how were you able to... Do you have a game room at the... Um, yes. At your school? At my organization, I um, made sure to uh, get an Xbox. I made sure we got an Xbox One to start. Because back then, we had... <laughs> we, had we had the old PS2s, and we had the original Wii and stuff like that and you know the kids weren't into it as much and you know I understand because they all want to play like Fortnite and stuff like that because that's that's what's big now so I made sure we were able to get an Xbox One and actually we have two Xbox Ones now and we just got a Switch just to you know give everyone the different opportunities that they might not get at at home because not everyone can afford a Switch not everyone can afford an Xbox One but you know as long as they're in our care we're able to give them the opportunity to play it because you know maybe they'll find a career yeah that's true I told you about my boy who's basically trying to make a career out of streaming and he loves it and I've known him through elementary after school yeah now I consider him my my son he's like 15 year old and he's and he's done so much for himself he's a scholar also at that I didn't even know that (laughs) and the fact that the matter is he Fortnite has changed his life you know, maybe I should have made this podcast how Fortnite has changed your life and yeah. everybody's life. But you've able to connect with so many people through it, you know, through video games. And then your kids, when your kids come into my game truck, I see mm-hmm. how excited that they are. Yep. And it's a very, I don't even know how to describe it. Like the feeling where you kid, people come in when I pull up yeah. and then you see these kids are excited to see what you've built. It's like, yourself, it's, you it's, know? it's intoxicating, and it's just, they feel what I feel, because I bring an energy with me, because I'm just an energetic and outgoing person, but I remember sitting with you in a training, you know, when we were both trying to be after-school professionals, yeah. and you were talking about, like, this is my goal, to set up a gaming tournament and to set up a gaming truck. I'm able to bring that story back to these kids and tell them... I did say that. I didn't even remember saying that, but I did say that. you did say that. (laughs) We were in the training, and I was sitting back there like, wow, this guy is really trying to do this. And I remember I was telling my kids, I was like, yeah, me and him were in a training. He said he was going to do it, and And he's done it. it. (laughs) So... that's It's no testament to just them or me. It's about you as well, because... Stuff like that, you know, it's it's important. You have a dream, you have a vision, you need to go chase it, regardless if it's video games or not. But, you know, it's nice to follow your dreams. It is nice to follow your So, So tell me, I actually want to know about you. Like, you know, what are your goals? And, like, you... I've shared you my goal, which I didn't even remember saying. But it is true. Now, remember, I've shared you guys my goal in front of, like, a room of, like, 15, maybe 20 people. Mm-hmm. And I was not afraid to to say it because I know this is something I've always wanted to do. Yeah. Now I actually want to know, like, what's yours? Like, you know, what do you want to do when you get up? When you get up, does it have to do with anything with gaming? I'm sure it has to do with children. You yeah. Know? 
So I'm able to connect. I love children. I'm able to connect children through video gaming. I know you want to do something like similar, but it, I don't know if it's going to have to do with like video gaming, you know? Yeah. So tell me, what is it? So my goal is, it stems back from uh, when I went to the University of Florida. I left the city of Green Acres to go, you know, pursue that goal of being an orthodontist. And I've, uh, you know, that was my goal in, uh, since high school was to go out there and do that. And mm -hmm. um, so I did explore the opportunity. But while I was out there, I was working for the Boys and Girls Club. And then <laughs> I, I realized how important the city of Green Acres was to me because I found myself just missing those kids and missing the impact I had on them and stuff. So, you know, I couldn't stand to, you know, be out there in Gainesville so, uh, much longer. So I finished up my term of school and I came back. So right now my goal is to become the supervisor for the City of Green Acres. Oh, nice. Youth programs and then the director. I have, like, the full backing of the organization, which really makes me feel like I'm welcome there because from the director to the mayor to... You know, everyone that's around there, most of them know my face, know my goal, and, you know, know what I'm about. So if I ask them for anything, they do whatever's in their power to help me. Like, I'm able to take the kids to Chili's if we're, or if you're having a tournament, you know, have the kids in the tournament. If I want you, you know, to come out with your game truck, you know, hey, Adam, see what you need to do for it, yeah. and we'll see if we can make it happen. So my goal right now is just to, you know, make sure these kids are having, you know, the best childhood that they can. I like the fact that you have the backup of community. Like, that's that's a little bit rare. I mean, it's not... How, do, how should I explain this? The fact that you were able to have so much power of your organization is very admirable to me because, the fact you know, people could see you as a threat easily because mm -hmm. they know what you want and they know what they... You know, they're like, well, he might take my job or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then... This, it seems to me that at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what they, what your goal is, because you still, you still want to accomplish it. Whether if it's going to be the, whether you wait for a year or twenty years or something like that, because that's what you want to do. Because at the end of the day, kids get older. You're yeah. not going to have the same kids. You're not going to have the same kids that you have now. Yeah, but and let me let me get you right there because I know they're grow, growing up older and stuff, and that's one of the things that you know. It kind of does strike me because it makes me feel like I'm older. Yeah. But, does. you know, I see those kids because our organization's so unique. Yeah. I see them coming back to be volunteers once they hit high school because right now I primarily work with middle school. But then I see them come back for the next four years in high school. And then after that, they try and get job opportunities. In our, in our city, we hire within. We try to raise our own counselors. So once they have shown themselves to be great, you know, volunteers and how they work with the kids and stuff, we give them the opportunity to come work for us. And that's where I started. I started through all of that because I grew entirely through that program. That's why it's so important to me. So who hired you when you get there? I actually want to know about that. Like, you know, how did you... When you graduated and everything, mm -hmm. so how did you get into the city of Green Acres? Was this like... Did you have any other options? I did that? have options. And it, it wasn't even like, this was my destined path. This is what I wanted to do always. Because it wasn't. When I was in high school, the I didn't have to work. I was thankful that my parents just wanted me to focus on school. So, you know, once I hit uh, 18 and I was about to graduate, my mom was like, yeah, you volunteer here. This, that, you know, your supervisor, Joey's trying to hire you, or he wants to know if you're interested in wow. being hired. And 
I, I just looked around. I was like, no, I don't want to work there. I already volunteered there. I could work somewhere else. Yeah. But, you know, I, as I continued volunteering there and stuff, I was like, okay, this maybe won't be such a bad job. And then after that, you know, from there, it just it just grew on me. You know, that's what it is, working, having those kids see you at that capacity and just, you know, growing as a person. What is what is one thing you learned through working there, honestly? What is the number one thing that you learned you could take from it? I knew I was going to get that. <laughs> the number one thing I could say I learned was, you know, as much as kids are kids and I, well, let me say this. I work with teens because I believe teens are um, misjudged and misreached. You know, everyone takes that perception that, you know, they're in middle school, they're just troublemakers, or they're in high school, they're just going through tough stages in their life. You know, I work with these kids every day. The biggest thing I've learned is probably you can't judge a book by its cover because you can see a kid that, you know, gives you problems every single day. But, you know, when I turn my back, and I go back and just happen to turn around. I see them helping other students with their homework. Or if we go volunteer at uh, Villa Madonna, which is something we do, which is a senior retirement center, I see them oh, sitting down. What? Yeah. I, nice. I see them um, sitting down with the seniors and talking for hours. And, you know, that's the type of stuff where it just makes me feel like, you know, even though this kid's giving me problems or whatever, you know, when they're there every day, you know, they have a good heart, man. They're just kids. No one's born hating someone. No. You know, no one's born... Even Hitler was... <laughs> yeah. Was born. What, what did they say? Even Hitler was a child. Even and Hitler was, was a yeah. child. He didn't... He wasn't, he wasn't born hating yeah, anyone. Yeah, he wasn't born hating anyone. So... You learn. It's learned behavior. Mm -hmm. But it could also... You could learn how to be good, too, at the same time. And that's one of the goals, man. I just want to teach everyone that these teens aren't what they make them out to be and I want to teach these teens how to you know grow up and hopefully become successful because you know I talk to them like they're my own little brothers and sisters which is interesting cause, because my middle school sister is in my group so they all know like if I I'll give it to all of you guys the same way I give it to my sister like you guys are all my kids I take responsibility for each and every one of you and that's why Man, I love my job, man. You know, it's funny. I actually... Now, I told you, I play... I have, like... I don't know if I ever told you how many boys that I mentor in this mm -hmm. life. But I have about, like, six of them. And what it is... But most of them are teenagers. And what it is... What I found out is you have to reach through them differently than mm -hmm. anybody else because I've known them for maybe eight years now. Some of them are, like, four, five, six years. One of them, I've known them for, like, a long time. And what it is... It took me a while to realize that there's different type of ways I need to, you know, different to reach through them. Yeah. I know they like me very much, and I know they're, but expressing, they're not very much expressive. So I had to find a different way for all of them to be expressive. Some of them I could express, they could be very expressive through sports. We go out and play basketball through sports, but all of them actually play video games. So yeah. the, the most effective way I see them being expressive and telling me about how they feel is through a video game. Like right now, mm -hmm. this is the best way I could actually speak to them. One of my boys, before you even came in, he texted me, said, "Hey, you want to go? You want to come and play? Because yeah. we always play. We always play." And then he just talks to me. He wouldn't shut up because he always <laughs> wanted to talk to me about everything. Yeah. And then he got. He's an honor roll right now, so he's he's very excited, mainly because he thinks he's gonna get something from me. But 
what it is, I really think I was able to get through them because of video game. I mean, like, yeah. I, w I got a message uh, from him. There's this boy. I think this is the one I've known for eight years. And he said he was going, he was fighting with one of my other boys because the fact of the matter is I spend more time with my other boys than uh, yeah, the, other the, other one, the other student. And now he just couldn't stand him. And then he, so I was like, okay, well, I really want to talk about it. He's just like, I don't want to talk about it. But he's a he's addicted to video games. Yeah. So I realized, I was like, I have to spend my time and then talk to him. So we play Fortnite. We talk about so many different things. You get so happy right now because you keep winning all games. <laughs> But we talked about so many things, like, you know, how... And I told him, it's my fault. It's my fault that the, you the way you are right now because you actually wanted to have the same relationship that he, you know, that yeah. him and I have, but we don't have it because, first, you're not really that expressive. And I'm very expressive, but you don't know how to be expressive. I have to dig it out of you. And, mm -hmm. and, that's, and he's the other boy. Louis is very expressive. Yeah, and then Junior is not expressive. That those are his name. I don't know why I didn't start with their name, but he's um, he's very expressive. But there's a reason for it because of their upbringing. Like you know, yeah. like I, it's it's a very sad story for them. But then again, I try to make their situations very worthwhile when, whenever I can. But after we talked about like you know how he feels with him and everything and. We talked about conflict resolution. We talked about so many different things while playing video games. You've seen, I don't know if you've seen, like, therapists come to kids' school yeah. and they play cards with them. Mm -hmm. That's cognitive. That. Um, it actually worked. At first, I was like, is this... Yeah, what, what is what's this? going yeah, on? What's yeah. going on? Why are they playing cards? And then, like, what is this working? But it's play therapy. Yeah. It's called play therapy, and and I like the fact that you could do the same thing with yeah. video game. Actually, what I want to do eventually, maybe along the year, I want to start a website and then just hire therapists to oh. just join in with people. Yeah, and then you know, join in with kids, and if kids want to talk about their feelings, and then they just everybody the therapist gets on play video game, and then, and then the kids will talk about whatever they feel like it, and then they don't have to go to a section you know they don't have to go anywhere they don't have to go to the um, office to talk yeah. about their feelings and it's, it's a safe environment it's because, because you know because they're, they're comfortable at their own place because they're and playing then, yeah, yeah they're comfortable playing and then they don't feel like it's gonna go anywhere or they don't feel like it's too formal because we mm -hmm. gotta start thinking of like different ways of doing that I'm not a therapist so I can't do that myself I can yeah. only do so much but but I just thought like this is a great idea because play therapy clearly works by just playing by having cards by doing card games with kids so imagine gaming therapy you know yeah that's why i stream sometimes i don't know if you saw on my title before i changed it it's yeah it was play it's gaming therapy it was like yeah therapeutic yeah exactly yeah gaming is therapeutic so mm -hmm. i i i just know it is and just like mind you i play sports too yeah I, I exercise just like you do you yeah. know and keep ourselves healthy but it doesn't hide from the fact that you you get the good and the bad from everything yeah. you know and this way I actually I'm shedding a light a bright light with video game because although it has a stigma everything comes with you know with moderation yeah, exactly. you, you gotta be able to balance that and that, that's one of the things it's just you know it, let's just bring Fortnite in for example because it is a great game it, it, is, it is extremely you know well put together but 
nothing without moderation isn't good. You have to be able to balance that between, you know, if you're old enough to work, work. If not, you know, most likely you're in school. If not school, you know, your family. You can't just let video games run your life, even if that is your career, because you have to find balance. Because, mm -hmm. you know, that's, you know... It's just a part of life. E even if you want to pursue video games, you need to understand that it's similar to being like a professional athlete. Yeah. You have to develop the s proper skills and hone your abilities. That's true. And it, it, it's not easy. It's and not, not everyone easy. can do it. So yeah. if you want to be streaming, if you want to, you know, be on Twitch or play, that's completely fine. But just understand that, you know, you might need to work on other things because we were talking about that earlier, yeah, we that we both wish we could just, you know, sit down and play all the time. But yeah. that's why we have to have our bills paid. That's why that's we, we work with our kids and stuff. Yeah. Not to say it's, you know, not a different passion, but, yeah. you know, we, we wish we could play a little bit more. Yeah, it's a commitment you have to do. That's why uh, Lewis, he's, he's, he's streaming and everything. And that's because he wants to do it. And plus, he's young. He doesn't need to work right now. Mm -hmm. And he likes that. Yeah. And I really like the fact that we're able to connect with, with him because of it. Yeah, he's, I'm able to connect uh, with him because of video game, you know? And you're able to connect with video games. Mm -hmm. I actually want to know, what are your hopes in the future of video games? So I, I started to stem into that a little bit. Oh, some of my hopes are is that people really do find moderation in their video games uh -huh. because what's happening right now is people have this negative gear towards video games that uh -huh. it's mind rotting and it's been around ever since video games have been introduced yeah. that it, it's not good for you yeah. but with people playing as Fortnite and you know not doing anything else they're not wrong it's becoming addictive yeah. it is. it's giving a bad name to video games of course it is so what my hope is is that you know, streamers, developers step out and say, yes, we want you to play our video games, but, you know, continue to try other things. Work on other things as well. Play our games when you have the time. Yeah. Because I really hope that everyone can see video games the way we do, yeah. as therapeutic, as, you know, educational purposes, as stress relieving, not just something that for recreational use. It's not a waste of time. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's a passion. Yeah. It's something we should be able to pursue and, you know, not be, have any negative prejudice towards or anything. So, so there's, there's a couple criteria where a video game has changed your life. One is financially, two is emotionally, three is socially. So or it's physically, physically. Or physically. Yeah, yeah. Which one do you take to the most? Which one that portrays you to the most? I could say it was it would I would say emotionally I was able to just play with my friends and it's just I get to relieve stress after a long day of work or you know, just enjoy my time and just say, Hey guys, let's get on, let's go play Black Ops Four, let's just, you know, have fun, regardless if we're winning or not, you know, at least I'm with my friends and we're able to at least just talk. Emotionally too because I think video games are educational. I think it's helped me hone my critical thinking. Yeah. And I the attribute the cognitive yeah. yeah, because I play such a wide range of video games that I, I attribute video games to my success in school because I have a hundred percent bright futures. Thanks. Oh what? That's amazing. Yeah. And I was trying to get that. That was the, <laughs> I did everything. Go ahead. Go and ahead. I I I've Give it towards video games. I yeah. say video games helped me hone my critical thinking. Oh, wow. And it gave me 
the proper skills to pass what I needed to pass. Wow, and so let me get this straight. So you got your Bright Futures, and then you made a, a thesis, and you your thesis basically was about video game. Yeah, I, yeah, I, to this day, I believe, I'm three years into my 100% Bright Futures, and I believe that, you know, video games are gave me the necessary tools to think critically and solve problems because if you play any video game there's problems to be solved there's puzzles there's easter eggs there's all kinds of tips and tricks you got to do and you can apply that stuff to your day-to-day lives and i feel like i i'm able to and i have done that so you know i i thank them because they're an important part of my life they just they are man that's amazing and actually let me let me go into physically too because we all are we all get competitive at some point, of right? Yes we do. And you know, I take this even physically because I was hundred and twenty pounds when I started working out and I'm hundred sixty now and I say that's because of my competitiveness from video games. Like there's that just that fire, <laughs> that that fire to always wanna be better, just yes, you know, always improve and and I just feel like that's instilled in me. Yeah, like, like you've been in me so much. I, and I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. There's no there's no stopping. You always got to keep going. And, you know, I just want to thank video games. And thank you for having me, too, because <laughs> I can express my voice on this, you know? <laughs> well, Adam, this was actually really nice to hear. I can't wait for you to actually see the episode or um, listen to the episode in our podcast series. How would people want to follow you, Adam, if you wanna, if they want to get in touch with you? If you want to get in touch with me, I would say the best way is through Xbox. You wanna, My gamer tag is uh, Zone Merc, so Zone space M-R-K. If anyone wants to add me, you know, I'm always playing. If you want to get in touch with me, you could reach out to me through this podcast. Ask Woody to get you in touch with me because <laughs> this is the main man right here. I'll be. I'm, I'm looking too modest for that. Uh, I'm, I'm looking out for him, and I hope he has me back, guys. So thank y'all for listening. I appreciate it. All right, thank you, Adam. Thank you, thank you so much. When I tell you, it was really interesting knowing, learning about his, how video game has changed his life, how he's able to connect through friends and how he wants to put a balance through video games. I know one of the things I've asked him, what is his hope for video games? And then I'm reading through the script and I quote that he says, I hope that games are able to continue and growing in the forms of of esports teams and through all the professional gaming tournaments. But at the same time, I hope professional streamers and game developers help gearing people towards yeah play our video games and stuff but understand that this is just for fun and not everybody's gonna go pro and you should be playing video games while balancing school family and work i mean i guess it falls in the same uh guidelines as not everybody's gonna be successful and you should be focusing on other things that matters and that everything comes in moderation i mean we play video games there are some of us who play video games all their life and make a living through it but there are those, but it kind of ruins relationships uh, or family relationships or significant other relationships. I think he's trying, he's made a lot of friendships through video games, but I think he wants people to remember that just like everything else, just like just like drugs, just like work, don't become an alcoholic, don't become a gamaholic. <laughs> So in the end, Adam really want us to enjoy video games, have fun with it, make friends, 
and remembering that you could have a balance through school, family, and work um, with video games while playing video games. I really enjoyed this interview with Adam. It was very, it's, 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 he's a very chill guy. And when she speaks to him, you're like, okay, well, if you were really hyper, you just, you, you lay down your composure and then you just try to match this level. Okay, thanks again, Adam, for coming in here, giving me your insights of how video games have impacted your life and has changed the way you see things and how you want others to see it the way you want it to be seen. If you really enjoyed this podcast, I really want you guys to uh, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, on iTunes, anywhere you can give us a rating so more people could see it. On the next episode of Gaming Changed My Life, we are gonna take a look on how gaming has changed Seth Rogen's, the uh, famous actor's life. Now, we're not gonna be talking to him, but we I'm gonna give you a little bit of insight of how what type of game he plays, what did he do for his wedding, and everything else of how video game has changed his life, impacted his life since he was a kid.